Hello, hello, and um, welcome back to episode four of this podcast. And uh, can you help me? <laughs> and this time we are going to talk about something very um exciting, I guess. Um, it's music taste. Um, it can be very divisive, or it could bring people together. So let's discuss some of the questions that I got when it comes to a music taste. Yeah, and FYI, this is actually a second recording session because the first one last week, um, there was some um, intruders in the um recording because as I was recording, I had no idea that my neighbor was drilling because you know when you're recording, you're plugged into your own voice. And when I re-listened to it, yeah, you can hear drilling sound, and I didn't want to tell you know put it up because I don't need you guys to know that my neighbors are having some fixing situation upstairs or downstairs. I don't know. That's what you get when you live in an apartment. You know, those who don't know um, Singapore's housing situation, most of the regular people live in apartments called HDB. And our walls are not very thick. <laughs> well, it's decent, but you could still hear people yell, especially my family, because we are very loud. Anyway, yeah. So let's talk about this uh, all over again for me, at least, and for you guys. Thanks for listening, and maybe this will be a two-part episode because there's quite a bit to discuss. We'll see how it goes. I don't really think I want to pass, you know, like twenty minutes because most people cannot deal with that. So maybe I'll split it into two. We'll see how it goes. So let's go with this journey. Hey guys, hey guys, help me, help me, help me, help me, Okay, and I realized that. Maybe my first episode past um forty minutes is because I drank water, right? So if I don't drink water, and I get dehydrated and I get you know very parched and um dry, then I'll stop. You know, so that's a good way to make myself stop talking. It's to die of dehydration, you know, and to choke on the lack of saliva in my throat or something. Yeah, so we'll see when I start to sound dry, parched, and tired. Then I'll stop. <laughs> I mean, we'll see how it goes. Um. So, oh yeah, and I have a filter on Instagram. If you guys would like to try it out, I made it myself. Pretty proud to say that. <laughs> This quarantine has really pushed pushed me to do stuff that I normally wouldn't. Would it do like um uh, exercising and making filters? So yeah, check it out. It's on my profile. It's like a little second tab, and you can just try it out. See if you like it. Um, the art is made my by my friend Chrissy. Um, she used to be an ex housemate, you know, in Perth, and yeah, she made the art for me. So the wording from that filter is copyrighted by. Chrissy. So, yeah, if you guys want to check her out, um, you can check her out on her Instagram, which is at a b u u a r t. If I got it right or wrong, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, 
let's move on to the topic, right? So today's topic is on music taste. So let's get down to business. <laughs> If you don't know that reference, it's from Mulan, and you should know that. If you don't, um, you should watch TV more, or at least watch a movie that is like an Asian princess, out of the you know ten other princesses. She's cool. She doesn't need a man. She need no man. She became a man to fight the war. Okay, Miss Mulan is out there doing her best. Okay, when it comes to music taste, you guys got pretty good questions. Um, <coughs> oh, excuse the coughing. I do not have coronavirus. Oh my god, my throat is getting dry already. Oh, should I just end it off now? <laughs> cough, cough. I'm kidding. Um. So when it comes to music taste, you guys have very good questions, and most of the questions are the same. I guess you guys really go through um the same issues when it comes to music taste. Oh, I have the same type of people as friends. <laughs> I think let's start off with something more like scientific and fun. So someone asked me, "Do cows have music taste?" Because I am not a cow, I had to Google it. And apparently, cows do love music, and they do have music taste. So apparently, in nature, you know, like birds will be chirping, chirping, tweet, tweet, you know, and stuff like that, to you know, make the cows relax so they they could make more milk, they could relax and think there's no danger around them. So when the birds stop chirping, or stop making noise and making music. Um, the cows would know that there might be danger, or maybe the birds are just you know thirsty. But you know that's how nature apparently works, and yeah. So some farms do play music to their cows because it makes them feel you know relaxed, and they could you know produce milk and lactate. You know, so that's the, that's apparently what um music does to cows. So and cows apparently love. Slow jam and easy listening beats and stuff like that. So if you're someone who's very into lo-fi music when you're working, or you like you know slow beats when you're working, oh my god, newsflash, you might be a cow. <gasps> so <laughs> it's either cows are not too far off from me, or we are just basically all cows, right? Wow, because and also cows are amazing. I mean. If you're a vegan or not, you should respect cows because they're super cute. Um, they can be very tasty and they provide a lot of things like cheese, milk, leather, and stuff like that. So cows are pretty cool, and also cows are my favorite animal. If you don't know that, so if you call me a cow, I take that as a compliment, you know, because I like lo-fi beats when I'm studying or working too. So that I can produce more milk, aka more work. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. A little bit of um, knowledge for you guys. Cows do uh, have music taste per se. So yeah. So let's move on from cows to people. You know, and see what people have problems with when it comes to music taste. I think most of the questions, the theme, really surround the idea of stereotypes and music taste. Um, 
It's a few questions saying, um, does someone's music taste reflect their personality? That's, uh, um, does someone's music taste um, reflect their identity? Um, you know, does someone's music taste reflect their sexuality? And yeah, questions like that are very valid. I mean, I was waiting for questions like that as well because I want to talk about that. Music taste um, can be pretty um, exclusive sometimes, I feel. Um, and a few of you guys asking me about my taste and what I'm listening to. So let's start with that because that's easy to answer. Um, yeah, so I would say I am pretty musically liberal. I'm a music liberal because I would listen to any type of music, I would say. Um, I am pretty okay with discovering new genre or new genre. I don't really know how to pronounce that properly. Um, yeah, so I listen to all types of music. I listen to music that just makes me feel good. I like the beat, then I'll listen to it. I like the lyrics, I'll listen to it. I like the artist, I will support it. So I'm quite musically liberal. I don't really have an exclusive taste, I would say. Um, I do have preference when it comes to certain music, but overall, I would listen to almost anything. Um, maybe not as much when it comes to heavy metal, it's just because, you know, um, it really, you know, aggravates me. Like it's 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 a it's it's a lot of oral sensation and sometimes it just I just can't deal with it. Um and yeah, so but I've fun fact about me is that I have been to a like a um heavy metal gig in Melbourne one time. It was by chance. <laughs> I was meeting my friends in a bar because they were serving like crabs at the bar or something like that. And, and there was a heavy metal um, band playing. And the thing is that when you are in that crowd and everyone is so into it, you, wow, like the atmosphere is just great. Live music is just so much fun. And But normally at home, I don't really listen to heavy metal because I'm alone and I don't know where else to, you know, bounce the energy off my walls, you know, to someone else. So yeah, heavy metal may not be my preference but i am open to it i listen to country music to you guys you know like shania twain <laughs> but i also listen to carrie underwood you know i listen to sam hunt you know one of the more recent ones um yeah so i'm not um i listened to taylor swift when she was a country artist listen to one of her songs teardrops my guitar i think people that know me might know that i'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fan. It's just her songs don't resonate with me. Um, I have never really broken up or dated that many people to have that, you know, reaction to music. So, I mean, I just don't resonate with breakup music because I've never broken up before. Maybe one day, maybe when I date um, Jake Gyllenhaal, I might be able to listen to the song I Knew You Were Trouble because then that resonates, you know? The music will bring us together with me and Taylor Swift's um, albums. But yeah, so... Also, do you know in Spotify, you could actually block artists? So you can, like, block them and you will never ever hear them. <laughs> That's a fun fact. Not that I'm saying I'm blocking anyone. But yeah, you could do that. So yeah, music taste... When it comes to my music taste, that's how it is. Oh... Uh, oh, someone asked me, looking through my Instagram, who are the live um, 
artists I've seen. I've seen quite a bit of、um, musical acts on the stage with my money before. I've seen Lana Del Rey. I've seen Rihanna. I've seen Noel Gallagher. Um, can't really pronounce his name. He's from Oasis. I've seen Katy Perry. <laughs> um, I have seen Kendrick Lamar. I have seen yeah, like, these are the few. I've seen Kesha.、Mm-hmm. And also, I've seen the Beach Boys live. Yeah, that was actually my first gig ever. It was with one of my army mate, and everyone in the crowd was so old. It was so cute. They were really good live, even though they were super old. So that just shows that talent and music transcends through generation and, and you know generations, basically. So yeah, music taste. That's my music taste. I guess a little. Glimpse of it, and when it comes to judging other people on their music taste, to answer your question, we should not do that. Why are people doing that? I don't understand why music should be、um, dividing people up. You know, we should just be more musically liberal and just understand that people have different taste. People like people like different types of you know art form, or like you know they consume different types of art. And we could just put that, you know,、um, understanding into music as well, because music is a form of art. We all know that. And when people like different type of music, we should just let them like the music. There's nothing wrong with liking the mainstream music. There is nothing wrong with liking alternative music. There's nothing wrong with liking underground music and stuff like that. But apparently, you know, people do judge each other very strictly on the music taste. So sometimes, we, you know, assume music taste really applies to the whole community of people, you know, and stuff like that. Or like personalities derive from music taste, you know. Like in Singapore, I think there was a petition to ban a metal festival, like a metal band. From performing in Singapore because apparently, you know, it might cause violence and teach the kids the wrong thing, which is ridiculous. You can't just assume music like that, or you know, music that is、um, different from what you are listening to to incite violence in people and stuff like that. That is just so crazy. You know, we should not judge people on music taste and how their personality might turn out. But I mean, if you are Someone who is very,、um, you know, into music identity. Like your identity is your music taste, and you're very, very, very proud of that. Which I've met people like that. There's nothing wrong with that. I just think that you should not、um, judge other people. Then, you know, if if music taste is your identity, because I mean, we choose to identify ourselves in different ways. And if you choose to identify yourself with your music taste, that is perfectly fine. Um, but don't you know?、Um, what's the thing called? Don't like be so overbearing with your identity, like and and sit on a high horse and be like, "Oh, my music taste is better than yours." Because I've experienced things like that too, you guys. You know, to answer all your questions over there, I have faced issues like that, and I'm pretty sure you guys have that. That's why you guys asked me the question and why. Would you know someone's music taste be better than mine? I don't think there's such thing as better music taste. 
um, I guess, you know, when it comes to classic music, you know, like music that everyone should know or music that, you know, spark a revolution, it's good to be aware of it. But if you're not the, the, the you know, the biggest fan of that one song, I think it's perfectly fine too. As long as you acknowledge that the music has done this and that, I think it's fine. You, you don't have to have that music in your life per se. Because, you know, music resonates differently in everyone. You know, we are all different types of people. Some people are people that like to give compliments and some people like to just be identified by their music taste. So let's not do that, you guys. I mean, the reality in the world is that music does create stereotypes. Like, if you're a big fan of, you know, um, stereotypical um, gay music, that's what I would say, you know, people might think that you're gay because you are, you know, a big fan of Britney Spears, or if you, if your Spotify shows that you only listen to Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, and, like, all the musical numbers from all the musicals in the world, then it might show a little bit about you, but let, let's not be defined by that, you know, you are allowed to like that with no guilt, you know, guilty pleasure in music, is a thing uh, but I'm not guilty about loving any type of music I will proudly say that you know TikTok by Kesha it's one of my favorite songs but it's kind of funny I guess you know when you okay like this is a game I played with my friends before like in a in a, in a gathering in a house party situation is that we pass the phone around someone's phone and you just put in the Spotify of your you know your guilty pleasure music and then when it plays out, everyone would be like, you know, vibing to it. And then we have to guess whose guilty pleasure is that. Super fun game. <laughs> it brings out the, like the, like it always brings out the top 100 kind of music, which is the best. Because those kind of music are called mainstream or pop music for a reason because it's popular. And it's, it really, you know, impact a lot of people because it's just so popular and it's on the mainstream and there is nothing wrong with mainstream music. You know, if you are someone who like the, you know, quotation mark basic or quotation mark uh, mainstream music, there's nothing wrong with you because I am with you. I love music that are popular. I love music that everyone knows because there's something beautiful about music that everyone knows, you know, like everyone will be able to sing along with it. And when you are someone who don't resonate with popular music, you are, that's okay, like, that's, then don't judge people who are into it, right? If you're not into it, just walk away. Walk away from these fun people that are singing together. You can go, you know, ignore us, ignore the thing, you know? You don't have to be part of it. Although the invitation's always there. <laughs> Mainstream music has one of the biggest invites, you know, for their party, because... Everyone could like it. Everyone could listen to it and embrace it for what it is. You don't have to, you know, judge that, right? Also, there is a whole um, thing about underground music fans. Oh, 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 there's such a thing with that. And I hate that so much, okay? This, you know, here is a PSA that I do, do not like people who are fans of, like, you know, alternative music or underground music. And who are very um, protective of their artists. And they're like, I know this artist first. I know him when he was young, you know. I knew him before he was famous. Good for you. I guess you get a prize for that somehow. 
But the thing is, like, if you are really a fan of this artist, you would want the artist to succeed, right, guys? You would want your artist to do well because if he or she does well, they will be able to make more music, you know, for you or like you may be able to make more music for more people and share the light of their talent and their art. Share it in the world. Why would you stop your art, uh, you know, someone that uh, the artist you you follow from achieving fame or achieving success? That's so ridiculous to me. Like that's so crazy. Like if I love an artist, I want more people to know about it. Not less people and be protective about it because that makes no sense. If the artist is not going to make any su- success, he's not gonna. He or she might not, you know, last forever, and you wouldn't want that, right? You will want your artist to continually making music, and continue to, you know, in, you know, bless you with their talent. So, you know, here's a PSA for people who might be like that, who are listening to this podcast. Be a real fan and let your artist be known. There's nothing wrong with an, you know, indie artist becoming mainstream. I feel that there's nothing wrong with that. Apparently, um, there is a hidden rule that indie artists should stay indie forever. Oh, mate, if the, if your genre is on Spotify, hello, it's already popular. <laughs> You're not that um indie anymore. I guess there's a meaning, you know, to the word indie or like alternative. It means that. You're opposite from being super popular. So when you're popular, it's a kind of like an oxymoron or like a sellout because you lose the meaning of what the genre is. But let's be real, you guys. Come on, let's sit down and be real. Let's, you know, wish the best for all our artists. We want all our artists to do well, right? Okay, so there you go. Oh my god, I'm almost at 20 minutes because it's say 641 seconds. Doing quick math, I think it's almost 20 minutes. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, I think I've covered some of the you know important questions about music taste, and I hope I've helped you with that. So, taking point of this um episode is that cows have music taste. You might be a cow for listening to lo-fi music. We should not judge people on their music taste. No one's music taste is better than someone else, I feel. And if you're a true fan of an artist, you would want them to do well. You know, be a supportive friend, a fan, be a supportive person in general. You know, so yeah, let's all support our indie artists or like you know all these new artists and. Let them have success because that's their livelihood. And if you love their art, you will want to see more. So let's not hide them. Let's not be protective in a very negative way. And so yeah, with that, let's end this episode because it's almost at twenty minutes, and I'm do you know I'm in need of a little bit of water, a little bit thirsty. You know, I'll get just some iced tea, get some caffeine. So yeah, let's end this episode, and I'll think I'll do a second part. Of music taste, and we will discuss um, questions like K-pop questions, um, questions like should you be listening to musicians who have been cancelled, and we could definitely um, tackle this question, which I think is really good. Um, the question is, what do I do if my partner and I have music taste and I hate hers? So next episode will be super fun. So tune in to the next episode. 
I think I'll call it episode four point two instead of five because it's like the same topic. You know what? I'll figure it out. But thank you for listening. Have a beautiful day, and stay safe. Okay. Bye.